helping CEOs and business leaders discover the energy to perform exceptional brilliance and positively impact the lives of those around them. Be inspired by world leaders, game-changing influencers, and next-level gurus. This is the Active CEO Podcast, where the ordinary don't belong. And now your host, CEO and founder of Energy to Perform, international speaker and leadership performance coach, Craig Johns. Kia ora, hi, I'm Craig Johns, and welcome to episode 77 of the Active CEO Podcast. We are decoding a segment of breaking the CEO code. It's where we transform influences into being high-performing leaders. Today, we're talking about the second of the four basic fundamentals of being a high performer, and it's fueling your body for leadership performance. You know, this is a real topical area at the moment. We're seeing a lot of people in the industry talking about nutrition and different diets, and you should be not eating this food and you should be fully vegan. But there are some some home truths here, and we wanna talk about what is the right kinds of fuel we should be looking at for leadership performance. And just gotta remember, as we go through this, that everyone is individual, and it's not the same size fits all. You know, do you feel your body as though it's a Formula One car or a diesel truck? You know, if you were an athlete, would the food you eat help or hinder your performance? If you were to deliver the most important speech of your life, would you be energizing or really lethargic? What we put in is what we get out when it comes to the food we eat and the fluids we ingest. So eating a healthy diet full of non-processed foods such as fresh grains, seafood, legumes, fruit and vegetables with a small amount of red meat and dairy products allows us to sustain your energy levels, enhance your mood, improve your memory, sleep easier and prevent those unwanted health problems. You know, becoming the boss of your body is so crucial. It is made up of more than 100 trillion living cells, approximately 206 bones in the adult body, and there are 68 organ systems of which five are considered vital for survival. So you've really got to look after it. Every CEO has a fantastic, really well-designed strategy that they use in the workplace, and usually it's the simple one that are most effective. So for a CEO to perform at their absolute best, they simply need to move and eat real simple food. It doesn't take that much more. It's real simple food. So let's take up the CEO challenge here to change your lifestyle by adopting a new mentality. And that is owning the food and drink choices you make. Lifestyle change and weight loss is like a waterfall. So start with your mind and only then can the change flow down the rest of your body. On the last episode, we introduced exercise your future. You know, it was the first of the four basic fundamentals of being a high performing leader. And breaking the CEO code shows you that the synergy of all four basic fundamentals, which are exercise, nutrition, mind, and recovery, are all key to being a high performing leader. And you can't just do one or two successfully on their own. They have to be in synergy. So this podcast, we look into What sort of fuels do the body need to have a positive impact on you as a leader? 
And as we mentioned earlier, there's a lot of noise in that marketplace. And when it comes down to it, what we should or shouldn't eat. Now, we need to really look at it. What we're eating, does it give us more energy? Does it give us better health? Does it improve our vitality? And does it really enhance our leadership performance? So before we go into those fundamentals, I just want to share a story. And when I went into, you know, sort of going from coaching high-performing athletes and national team athletes into being kind of a CEO role, senior executive roles, I just focused fully on the work I was doing. I thought that was my competition. And I just went hard, but what I did is I forgot the basic fundamentals of what it takes to be a high-performing leader. And I put on 14 kgs in that first year. And some of you all know, I also had a few heart problems along the way as well. Uh, so, you know, and when I was that 14 kgs, yeah, I was enjoying the work what I was doing, but I didn't have the energy I, I did have when I was 14 kgs less. I wasn't able to last throughout the long days that I was having to work in what was predominantly a 150 million US dollar startup in Thailand. So you want to be ensure that you've got consistent energy levels throughout the day. Now, I've been able to make a change and really show consistent energy levels, no matter whether I'm at five o'clock in the morning or eight o'clock at night. And that comes down to really the nutrition that I eat and making sure that it is simple, it is unprocessed, it is natural foods, you know, and a lot of plant-based. Yes, I do eat meat and I do eat a lot of fish um, and I and I do go in moderation. I have a few other foods that probably aren't the best for you, but I try and limit those because I really notice that I feel really bad the next day. I feel bloated if I don't eat some of the right foods. You know, if I start going to processed breads, you know, white breads, etc., I start to feel bloated the next day. So optimizing human performance, you know, having extra energy from fueling your body with the right food will improve your productivity. You know, and raise the opportunity to increase revenue every day. You know, that's a bonus, right? So being able to calculate the billions of dollars lost in revenue each year due to the effects of business because of low energy CEOs and their employees may be challenging. However, take a moment to consider what happens to productivity and performance when a CEO or employee is too tired to start the day off with a bang and runs out of energy by 3 p.m. or suffers the inevitable energy drain after a heavy lunchtime meal or sugar crush, after a sugar and salt loaded snack. You know, so for many people, the thought of creating something new, delivering an important sale or completing a project before they clock off work becomes both a mental and physical impossibility. If you aren't replenishing the car with the right fuel, it will struggle or seize up. So if you don't put enough fuel in, it will eventually hit empty and so will your body if you don't consume the right type and amount of food. Your body is the next frontier of leadership performance and so it must speak your language. You know, dieting is a problem of knowledge and efficiency rather than a problem of vanity. So it's just, it's just flipping the view or that lens that we look at it at. It's not about dieting, it's not about vanity. It's about the problem of knowledge and efficiency. So we are now optimizing our performance and energy instead of watching our figure as people are more focused on longevity and cognitive performance rather than on dieting. So when it comes to food, is it important to note that a diet is temporary? So it must be all about the lifestyle change and being in it for the long game. Feeding the brain, you know, like it's, it's crucial. You know, we focus on how we look, but if we don't feed the brain, our body's gonna struggle because 
our society is burdened by, by growth in a number of people with cognitive, emotion, and mood dysfunctions, which most often occur due to metabolic disorders such as obesity and or poor nutrition habits. You know, the human diet, especially in the Western world, has become cluttered with highly processed foods and foods lacking in important polyphenols, which we'll talk about later, antioxidants and omega-3s that are required for a healthy brain and body functions. What we eat and the number of calories we ingest each day have a large and lasting effects on our cognitive function and our emotions. You know, if you eat too many highly saturated fats, then you're gonna have negative effects on your brain when it comes to memory deficits and cognitive dysfunction. You know, the, we have reduced focused attention and retrieval of speed of information. So we need to make sure that we have high, higher levels of omega-3s. Now these come in fats, uh, you know, so unsaturated fats that are in avocados and nuts, salmon, almond milk, olive oil, full fat yogurt, and organic red meat. We can't forget about fats altogether, and, and I've done this before, and I, I really struggled. My body didn't process properly because it didn't have the hormones producing, and the body wasn't taking care of itself, even though I thought I had a really healthy diet. Because the fat, uh, the cholesterol that comes in saturated fat is required to produce our hormones such as testosterone and estrogen and cortisol, as well as acting as insulators by creating healthy myelin, which surrounds the neural um, fibers in our brain so that they can, they can flow smoothly to our cells. You know, being able to lower the oxidative stress inflammation as a result of consuming fruits, vegetables, high in polyphenol micronutrients can prevent and even reverse age-related cognitive deficits. So free radicals, you know, these are the unstable molecules in our body are thought to damage our DNA, decrease organ function, and speed up the aging process. Now, those free radicals can create lots of havoc in the brain. They have create less energy and poor mental focus. Now, if we get antioxidants which neutralize those free radicals in the body and neutralize nerve growth factor, leading to faster learning and more memory. And they also fight inflammation in the bloodstream and brain. So great sources of polyphenols, which we talked about earlier, provide exceedingly powerful antioxidants to our body. And these include blueberries, grapes, red cabbage, organic coffee, cloves, and dark chocolate with at least 85% cocoa. Yes, you can eat chocolate. They are fat soluble, so require some fat sometimes to assist with their absorption. Now, one third of adults are obese or overweight, and it's totally preventable. You know, it costs billions of dollars each year and it's killing us. So with 1.9 billion adults in the world that are considered overweight and 650 million people obese, it's time to make those healthy steps to take care of your body. Uh, in the workplace, you know, we are seeing less manual labor and it's shifting to inactive tasks because of automation, um, desktop computers, work health safety, uh, and you know, there's a greater need for more exercise and nutritional incentives to be introduced into that workplace. You know, we want to reduce employee absenteeism because of sickness and enhance employee performance. So we need to look at how we improve those eating, that encourage healthy behavioral habits and obviously mix it in with exercise and the other of the four basic fundamentals which we cover in the next couple of episodes. And, and you can have a real positive impact as a CEO. You know, like you can establish great eating habits through 
providing healthier food options in the staff cafe or substituting those lollies and cakes and soft drinks for fruit, nuts, vegetables and water during meetings uh, and increasing healthy options in the vending machines and even reducing the price of those. So that's really important. That's something you can take the lead on for your, your employees. Now, is there a food mood connection? Studies have shown mixed results when looking at the correlation between unhealthy diet and the effects on emotional well-being, depression, and other mental health issues. Now, foods that include nutrients such as vitamin D, magnesium, omega-3, B vitamins, folic acid, and tryptophan are associated with supporting your emotional well-being. Now, these can all be found in foods that are part of a really healthy diet. So let's take a look at what the World Health Organization recommends for the following for a healthy diet. Uh, your calorie intake should balance with your energy expenditure. So what you put in should equal what you put out. Now, if you want to lose weight, then you need to have less in than what you expend. Look at sustainably produced, consumed, and where possible, cooked at home foods. Choose a wide variety of different food groups with an emphasis on plant-based. You know, eat unrefined carbohydrates, rich in fiber, minerals, and vitamins such as fruit, vegetables, and whole grains. And include a minimum of two to three portions of fruit and two to three portions of vegetables per day. And the more the merrier, as long as your calorie intake is not exceeding your energy expenditure. Consume moderate amounts of high quality lean protein that has amino acids which are easily digestible, such as fish, you know, seafood, turkey, pork and chicken. Uh, incorporate moderate levels of dairy products and milk. Uh, have starches such as bananas, potatoes, sweet potato, carrots, brown rice, and taro. Add legumes and nuts, including dry beans, nuts, peas, and, and lentils. Restrict the amount of red meat or processed meats and simple sugars, sodium or added sodium, saturated fat, and fruit juices. And try and eliminate anything that comes from a bag, a box, a bottle, a jar, or a can and completely avoid processed foods with trans fats. And these are crackers, cookies, pies, pizza, fast food, and dough products. So live healthier and happier, stronger, smarter, and longer. Improvements in diet are associated with lengthening our lifespan and decreasing the risk of most chronic diseases. It's important to think of your life in regards to health span. You know, the number of healthy years of life rather than lifespan, the number of years you are alive. You know, for me, it's much better to live long and die fast, rather than live fast and die long. We won't talk about diets, so there's so many of them, but however, one thing to focus on here, the only diet that has been implemented and remains over a long period of time and is established tens of thousands of years ago is the predominantly plant-based diet with no processed foods and only included the occasional meat when, when people were quick enough to catch it or those living by the sea would catch fish and seafood. So we, so why would you incorporate the middle person in the diet, so to speak, You know, when you can go straight to the source that you want to eat? So what does this mean? Well, land animal, animals generally eat plant-based diets including fruit, vegetables and grain, which I've are the stable of nutritious diets. So why do we need to eat red meat when it's just a byproduct of the plant-based foods we need anyway? Hydration. Uh, your body is made up of 60% of water. So 
the fluids we drink are crucial. They provide special nutrients to cells, they support healthy gut and prevent the dreaded constipation. They also, dehydration, so a lack of you know, fluid in our bodies affects our mood, reduces cognitive function, decreases memory capability, increases pain sensitivity, impairs motor skills, and reduces energy. So let's try not to be reactive when it comes to hydration and waiting until we feel thirsty and actually be proactive and, and drink regularly, you know, a minimum of one to one and a half liters a day, unless you are in hot climates or exercising lots where you want to increase it. And there are other things around skin and, and beauty and that that it helps you with as well. So how do you recharge the batteries, uh, refill the tank, you know, switch off and find the time for yourself so that when you are on as a CEO leader, you are fully present. Over the next two articles, we're going to talk about freeing your mind and recovering with purpose and why it's important to maintain a synergistic approach with exercising daily, fueling your body with the right food uh, and freeing your mind and recovering with purpose if you want to be a high performing leader. You know, they make up the four basic fundamentals of the foundation phase of breaking the CEO code, the future of leadership performance. Now, if you enjoyed this episode and you found some really great um, tips and you learnt lots, then you know, share it with some other people who you feel might uh, be, you know, have some improvement in who they are as a leader and have gained more energy, may need to lose a little bit of weight or, or a little bit concerned or unsure about the food they eat. Now, if you are in a position where you want to make a change, then do it gradually. And my best advice is to go out and find a qualified dietitian and nutritionist who can assist you with eating the right foods, you know, selecting the right things that suit your body, your lifestyle, and who you are. You know, we wish uh, you a wonderful week and we look forward to uh, hearing from you, your thoughts and your feedback around the topic of how to fill your body with the energy to perform as a leader. So we look forward to seeing you soon. Remember to check into www.nrg2perform.com. This is the Active CEO Podcast, where the ordinary don't belong. Join the Active CEO movement by visiting www.nrg2perform.com. That's nrg2perform.com. Share this podcast on LinkedIn and be sure to tag in NRG to perform. Leave a review on iTunes. Drop us a line with your feedback and questions and connect with us on the NRG to perform Facebook and Instagram pages. Be sure to check out the next Active CEO podcast where the ordinary don't belong.